What's up, guys? I'm Paul. This is Paul in Theology, man. And we are continuing our study in James. I'm glad you're here. Glad you're listening. And we are on James chapter 2, verses 8 through 13. So if you haven't checked it out, go ahead and read it. Stop the tape right now. Check it out. Come back and we'll talk about it with the uh, aid of the four questions. If you have already read it, man, ain't no point wasting time, right? Let's go ahead and jump on into it. What's James saying? That's the first question. What is James saying? He's saying, so, uh, well, we have to talk about what he said before. And what he was talking about before is that we're making ourselves judges. We are making ourselves, um, we're discriminating or showing favoritism between two people or two socioeconomic classes. And by the way, I want to say that this is specifically talking about this, but this could be in any form or fashion. You know what I'm saying? If you're showing some kind of favoritism or discrimination in any way, this is 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 um, uh, still sinful when we do those things. Okay, uh, but James here continues. He says, nevertheless, he says, so if a person uh, completes the royal law, fulfills the perfect law, or the royal law, I'm sorry. He says, this is what the royal law is: that you love your neighbor as yourself. He says, you do well. He says, so this is what we're called to do. Uh, So I got to stop right here. This is what we're called to do. Love our neighbor as ourselves. And we clearly know this is he this is from the Old Testament, of course. Um, But this is also the understanding or reinterpretation of what it means through the lens of Jesus. And the reason I say this is because he's talking about the royal law. And so he's talking about the law as, uh, as we remember from the beginning that we talked about him writing to. People who are Hebrew, who are Jewish in their culture and in their uh, their uh, ethnicity. And so he's talking to his fellow brothers. And so he says the law, but then he says a royal law, which is never mentioned or talked about in the uh, Old Testament as the royal law. And so a lot of commentators believe that it is like the law or the Torah uh, in light of the kingdom, which is the new kingdom, which has always been called the kingdom of God, um, this this uh, uh, this new institution of how we interpret the law. And so when we see that it says love your neighbor as yourself, we're not just talking about your neighbor or people you associate with someone that's next to you. When we're talking about your neighbor. We're talking about anybody that needs help, that needs uh, 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 some kind of help in any way. That is who we're talking about. That's what Jesus says. He says, and if you do this, you do well. He says, but when you show favoritism, you're not doing that. He says that you become convicted under the law as a transgressor. And so whenever you show favoritism, the thing that we've been doing, we've been talking about in other episodes about judging, making distinctions between the poor and the rich. He says, when you do those things, you sin willfully. Because you're going against the law that Jesus spoke about. And you become convicted as a transgressor. And so uh, he continues and he says, like, man, you you say you're doing, uh, uh, you know, you're fulfilling the whole law. It says, but if a person fulfills the whole law, but he falls in one point, fails in one point, then he is guilty of the entire law. And the reason this is so is because the same lawgiver, we talk about being a judge, and he is the judge. That's what a lawgiver is, is the judge of the law as well. But he says the same lawgiver says do not commit adultery, also says do not 
murder. And so if you don't commit adultery, but you murder, then that law, you are still a transgressor of it. And so it says, so whatever you say, you also need to do. It says, and the way that you do it should be as one that is about to be judged by the law of liberty. Okay, so it says you walk under this law, but do it as recognizing that you're walking under a new law, a reinstituted understanding of the law by Jesus called the law of freedom. Or I think uh, we talked about genitives in a past episode, I believe, and, and the types of genitives. And this word freedom is a genitive, and, and it can mean the type of law it is. And I say the law of freedom, it is a freeing law, a law that frees men, a law that liberates people. He says, so as you say, so also do as about to be judged by this liberating law. And then he, he gives the reason why it says, because the one who, uh, uh, or it says, I'm sorry, it says for uh, uh, judgment is merciless to the one who doesn't show mercy. He says, mercy boasts over judgment or mercy, grace triumphs over condemnation. What a powerful statement. He says, so because of how we are going to be judged, and the thing is, is like uh, we're judged because it is by the grace of God that we can be saved. Our faith we have placed in him. And so that is mercy. About to be judged by this, this law of freedom, this liberating law, is that we're about to be judged by the act that Jesus did for us. And so we're free. Our sins are wiped clean. And so he says, and so in the same way, this law, or this, this, I'm sorry, not this law, but this mercy, this grace that God has shown, it triumphs over your condemnation. And so live the same way. So what does this say about God? Well, God's mercy is greater than his judgment. <laughs> man, that right there, we can stop. God's mercy is greater than his judgment, man. That means God's grace is so powerful. He's given it to us so that we not have to suffer the condemnation if we only believe and trust in Christ. I could stop the tape right there, guys. I could just end it right there. That if we trust in Christ, oh my, our sins are forgiven and we can rejoice because we are free. And when we are free, we live out that life of freedom by showing love to others and keeping ourselves unstained from this world. I can end there. But we don't. <laughs> what does it say about man? It says that our true faith is revealed through our actions, man. It's like just as uh, mercy boasts over judgment in our lives through the power of God, it should also be shown to others. We should show mercy even when justice is necessary. We should show Excuse me, I'm sorry. We should show justice or mercy. We should show mercy. How can we apply these truths to our lives? Well, let the mercy and grace of God dictate our mercy and grace upon people. Because we have been showing grace, because we have been shown grace, we should show grace to others. 
when we live our lives and we see that people are hurting and broken and we know that there's sinners in need of Christ, then we should show love, demonstrating the power of God in our lives so that they can see it and then want to glorify God or want to come to know him. I think Peter says something like that. That's powerful stuff. If we just do that in our lives, man, how much more will we see in the kingdom as the Holy Spirit moves those who we come in contact with? So today, today, right now, begin to share the love of Christ to others. Let uh, mercy and let grace triumph over condemnation and judgment in our lives. I'll see you guys in the next episode.